Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Along the Way. I'm your host, and I'm Trudy. Now, people who know me often see me as a Chick-fil-A ambassador, a speaker, an author, and I guess now that I've launched this new podcast, they can say that they know me as a podcaster. But my favorite roles of all are the roles that I hold within my family. I absolutely love my family, and spending time with them is like major highlight for me. I love being a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. In fact, it seems that was always my dream since I was a little girl, to be a mother. I know this will date me a little bit, but when I was growing up, we attended church regularly, and it seemed like every other sermon from our pastor was about the second coming, Jesus' return. We even sang a lot of songs about that, songs like, We Shall Behold Him, or that song, I'll Fly Away, even The King Is Coming. I just remember singing all those songs. In fact, I heard so much about Jesus' return that I prayed regularly and I asked Jesus to put off coming back until I could have at least a chance to get married and be a mother. That's really the truth. The times I spent with our children during our years in Brazil as their homeschool teacher, moments of reading and talking with them, occasions spent watching them play an instrument or giving their very best efforts in a sporting event, each of these are really precious memories to me. I wouldn't trade those times for anything. I say without reservation that I have great kids. I don't mean to imply that they haven't made mistakes or that we've never had to discipline them or that they've even had perfect parents because we certainly weren't that for them. But I would put these children up against any other four children in the world and still claim them with the utmost pride as my own. My oldest daughter, Joy, is married to a wonderful man named Trent, and together they have six children. As they approach their 19th wedding anniversary, I've just been thinking and reflecting on what it was like as a mother to watch their relationship grow and the fond memories that I have of that season. I have to say, their wedding date on May the 18th, 2002, was a tremendous highlight in our career as parents, as she was our very first child to get married. I remember the first time I heard Joy talk about Trent. We were living in Virginia And it was a Tuesday afternoon in January of 1999 when Joy called from her dorm room at Mississippi College to say, Mother, remember that guy I told you about? I met him at the ice cream place on Saturday. Well, tonight we're going out on a date to the movies. I immediately detected a really unusual tone in Joy's voice that left me kind of wondering, hmm, could this be the one? Joy and Trent had a few more dates before I received a surprise email from Trent one day, and here's what he wrote in the email. Hey, I'm Trent Wilbanks. I've wanted to email you for a while. I just wanted to have some kind of contact with you since Joy and I are dating and you don't have a clue who I am. I've got a lot of respect for your daughter, and I'm impressed with the way you have raised her to love the Lord. 
She is a definite blessing. Joy sure is excited about seeing you this weekend. She talks about you quite a bit. Oh, yeah, and Mrs. White, that recipe for the dessert that you gave Joy the other night was really good. I guess I better go and get some sleep. I just wanted to introduce myself since we can't exactly drop by to say hi. I thought that was pretty brave and wise of Trent at the time, and I was so grateful for the way he took the initiative just to introduce himself to my husband, John, and me. After getting to know Trent through Joy's many phone calls and then meeting him personally, I was anxious to meet his parents who had obviously invested a lot of time and love into their own son's life and raised him to be a godly man. While Trent's sincere love for the Lord and his easygoing demeanor were, and are, well-suited for our joy. Trent's mother, Susan, and I met for the first time in the hallway at a children's music conference. We laughed together when she shared that she had been praying for Trent to find a special friend to bond with and hold him accountable for his spiritual growth, but she never imagined that that special friend would be a girl and a girl named Joy. Trent and Joy were both freshmen that year at Mississippi College, and like Susan, John and I had been praying for Joy to form a special lifelong friendship with those that would encourage her faith and provide her some loving fellowship. And all those prayers, they were answered. Trent and Joy's relationship grew, and we knew they were in love. In the spring of their junior year, Trent got the nerve to ask permission from us to ask Joy to marry him. Oh, I was I was so thrilled for them that I immediately said to him, Yes, of course you can marry her. And John looked at me like maybe he wanted to ask a few more questions before giving his approval. Well, of course, we did give him our support and our blessings, and Trent went right to work on a very creative and romantic proposal, I should say, to our daughter. The next day, he took Joy out on quite an adventure, and when they returned to the cabin where our family was vacationing, you guessed it, Joy came in with a ring on her finger and a smile that stretched from one ear to the other. Actually, both their faces glowed with excitement. A little more than a year later, on May the 18th, 2002, just a week after they had graduated from Mississippi College, Trent and Joy were married. It was a great time of celebration. It was such an answer to prayer for Joy to find someone like Trent. We were grateful that God had guided her life and kept her pure and searching for a godly man. During that ceremony, John and I took a few moments just to share some thoughts with all those who had come for the wedding. As I was preparing for this podcast, I felt like maybe it would be good if I share with you what I said at their celebration because I think it still holds true today. Here's what I said. Tonight, We have the privilege of witnessing the incredible fulfillment of God's written word. The prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Go with me back a few years when Joy was just becoming a teenager and allow me to share with you my written prayer for a complete stranger who I now know today to be Trent Wilbanks. This was my prayer. Lord, I pray for the young man who will one day marry my daughter Joy. I pray that he will be a man who loves you with his whole heart and that he will love you more than he loves her. Protect his heart and his mind, Lord, so that he'll be able to love her with a love that's pure. Remind him to pursue you above all else. Place around him Christians who will not just point the way, but be the example he needs. I don't know this man, Lord. 
I don't know who he is, but help him this day to respect the girls in his life. Help him not to be overcome by passion for another, but to keep himself pure for his wedding night with our little girl. Bring him into our daughter's life at the right time, and may their marriage be a light to all who see them together for many, many years. John, and I want to thank each one of you for the contribution you have made to the lives of Joy and Trent. We know we speak for Mike and Susan, Trent's parents, when we say that as parents, we have prayed earnestly to God for our children to grow up and follow Him. You know, Scripture backs up this principle of promise for children who obey their parents in Proverbs 23, verses 22 through 25. Here's what it says. Listen to your father who gave you life, and don't despise your mother when she is old. Get the truth and never sell it. Also, get wisdom, discipline, and good judgment. But then this Proverbs, it concludes with a promise for parents in verses 24 and 25. The father of godly children has cause for joy. What a pleasure to have children who are wise. So give your father and mother joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. If you're a parent listening to this right now, think about a moment when your child or each of your children gave you great joy. It could be the child's first smile, that precious time when you went into their room and you watched him or her sleeping so peacefully, or even your child's wedding day. I encourage you to write those memories down. Your children will delight in reading them someday. If you don't have children, think about a time when your brothers or sisters, parents, spouse, or any other relative or friend gave you cause for great joy. Whoever it may be, join me and reflect on how richly other people bless your life. Even on this day, nearly 19 years later, I feel the same as I did at Trent and Joy's wedding. I know that God is going to tremendously bless Trent and Joy's life together as he always has done. Because he brought them together, he will keep them together. They've had a wonderful marriage and blessed us with the first of many grandchildren. They continue to grow in their love, keeping God's love as the rock of their relationship. John and I consider it a great privilege to faithfully pray for them both. Indeed, They have given us a reason for joy. And speaking of joy, hey, happy anniversary to you and to Trent. You know, your dad and I continue to pray for God's richest blessings over both of you. Thank you for the joy that you bring to our lives. Well, this ends our time together today. But if you enjoyed this story, there are plenty more about all four of my children in a small devotional book that I've written called Along the Way. Have a marvelous week. And I pray that you will intentionally serve and honor the Lord with every step you take along the way. That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.